Hey beauty, it's one of those days. It's one of those days. I'm recording this the day after Christmas for whatever reason. I couldn't sleep last night and I had this idea all of a sudden for this podcast episode because I knew that I had to record one. So I had this idea and I really did not like it, but it's you know how people say if you really don't want to do something, it pro- God probably gave you that idea and you should probably do it. What I have recorded in this episode is definitely what I believe. It's not something that it's something that I'm tired of talking about. It's something that I feel like a lot of people don't want to listen to, but I feel that is it is extremely important. I want to say before we get into the show some of these things are very sensitive and might be triggering to you and or little ones. I do not mean to condemn anyone for what you have done in the past or anything like that. God can forgive you. God can, God will restore. God will bring about good from things that are bad. So I want to say that before the show starts because this show, I know that this episode can be very triggering for some of you. Before we get into the show, I just wanted to remind you of the free gift that I created for you. It is called Hope for Your Health, a simple cheat sheet for getting started with holistic health God's way. It is, as the title suggests, a simple cheat sheet. Just go to herholistichealing.com slash free for this free gift. With all that being said, let's get into the show. Welcome to Her Holistic Healing. Do you want more energy and less anxiety so that you can do all the things? Are you searching for meal ideas, essential oils, and other holistic treatments? Do you wish you could know which direction to take with your health so that you could finally feel better? Hey, I'm Alexandra. I love Jesus. I'm a wife, mom of three, and registered nurse with years of experience in clinical research. I also wanted more energy so that I could have more fun and keep up with my growing child. I too was confused about all the different diet and treatment options. I too wanted to wake up every day and feel good, but I felt anxious because I couldn't solve the mystery of my health. Until God showed me that He is the source of true healing. In this podcast, you will learn holistic treatments and Bible truths that will lead you to the peace, joy, and freedom that you have been hoping for. So what do you say we take a break from the mind-numbing, humdrum busyness? Let's rest and let God be our healer and helper. Second Chronicles 16.12 In the 39th year of his reign, Asa was diseased in his feet, and his disease became severe. Yet even in his disease, he did not seek the Lord, but sought help from physicians. When I think about this passage, I feel the need to say that when we read the Bible, we have to read the Bible within context, right? We have to also look at the Bible as a whole book. A lot of times we take passages out of the Bible without examining a passage within context and also sometimes we can just take verses and just kind of make it mean whatever we want it to mean right so when I look at this passage I don't believe that God is saying that we should not see a physician 
I do believe that God wants us to seek his advice first. He wants us to go to him for healing first. Can you imagine if you're a parent and you just imagine you were this all-powerful parent that could heal your child, that could give your child anything, but then your your child goes off to some to someone else looking for something that you could provide your child a million times over. Just think about that. I, I, I think about that a lot, how God's, he gets jealous, you know, and the Bible says he gets jealous, but also I feel like we hurt his, we just, we hurt his feelings for lack of a better way to say it. We hurt his feelings when we go to these things, these idols, these people that cannot really do much for us. It's true that God can heal you, can use other people to provide healing, but he wants to us to go to him first, right? I've said this many times before, but Joshua in the Bible, this this courageous, strong man of faith, he was deceived in Joshua 9. He was deceived by the giving by the Gibeonites because he did not seek counsel from the Lord. So the point is, is that we need to go to God first. When I think about this first, I also think about not just about physicians, but I also think about the whole medical establishment and how corrupt it can be, how just repulsive it can be, for lack of a better term. When I was thinking about this episode... I was thinking of other examples that I could bring up, but I, after doing some research, looking into things that I've looked into before, I realized that I wanted to stick to this one topic, and that topic is vaccines. I was looking at this video that I had watched before. It has since been separated into different videos. It was this video about Stanley Plotkin, who has been called the godfather of vaccines. In 2018, Stanley Plotkin was in this deposition, and here are some of the things that came up. Stanley Plotkin used 76 babies, 76 aborted babies in just one of his studies. Who knew how many studies he's done throughout his lifetime. He used 76 babies to perform vaccine research. These babies were three months or older. They were all normally developed. They were cut up and cultured. Various organs were used. Tongues were used. He also said that he used orphans. He used mentally handicapped. He used, he preferred using, he preferred doing performing his testing for vaccine research he, pre- he preferred using those quote less likely to contribute to society he said that in 19 in the 1960s it was not unusual to do that if you go to if you use the search engine i use the search engine brave.com you can go to brave.com slash search and just look for Stanley Plotkin. I don't use the Google search engine anymore because it censors a whole lot of stuff. I actually tried to look for him to see what I would find on the Google search results. And of course, 
these things didn't really come up but if you use the brave search engine i don't know if they censor or not but they say that they don't track you and it seems like they show a lot more stuff than google does so if you're interested in watching this deposition you can search you can just go to you can just search for stanley plotkin and then type in deposition or something like that and you should be able to find it i found this footage on the high wire i would put a link in the show notes for you but if I do that, I feel like my account would be flagged. It doesn't seem like they're censoring podcasts right now, but who knows? So I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find it when you search for it, not using Google, but another search engine like Brave. When I heard this, it made me think of the videos that I had watched. I don't know if it was maybe 2018 or something like that. Project Veritas had done this undercover investigation of Planned Parenthood and they released a bunch of videos and one of the videos showed this I don't know if she was a lab assistant or a researcher she was moving these instruments around in what looked like a petri dish to me and in the petri dish were tiny little tiny little hands this footage just made me want to throw up I'm bringing all of this up because I don't know, I honestly don't know how many of us are aware of just how many aborted babies are used in vaccine research. Come to think of it, what else are these aborted babies being used for when it comes to research? At least we know that they have been used and they continue to be used for vaccine research. I remember listening to this Christian radio show. I used to listen to this show every day and then in 20, I think the va- the vaccine came out, the COVID vaccine came out in 2021, right? Or something like that. Whenever it came out, she had this Christian doctor on the show who said that we should take the vaccine because it was for the greater good. After all the research that I had done prior to the craziness in 2020, I was so upset about what I had heard. The vaccine manufacturers and anyone else who wants to push vaccines, they claim that they are safe and effective. But if you really dive deep onto the other side and really question, are these vaccines safe and are they effective? Would you, would you really say that? Let's just, let's just play along and say that vaccines are safe and effective. When we really stop and think about what is going on here, can we really turn a blind eye to how this research is being conducted? We so easily can just think that these babies are expendable and then just cut them up and use them for research that we think will make us better, that will save our lives? Do we really believe that this is true? If we do believe that this is true, do we really think that it's justified? So many people, myself included, We don't 
understand we don't see things from another person's perspective until it affects us. Perhaps for a second, because this is what I thought when I saw that imagery of these tiny hands in a petri dish, I thought about my own kids. I thought about so many babies that are just being thrown away and now they're being cut up and being used for research that we think will save our lives. If you don't agree with me, if you've done your own research and you've come to different conclusions, that's okay. I hope that you will continue to do your research. I hope above all that you've prayed and asked God what he thinks you should be doing when it comes to your body. I know that when I started doing my own research on vaccines, I started seeing and meeting people that had horrible reactions to vaccines. One of my friends her, I think it was her aunt, she had, I think it was the flu vaccine, and she ended up in the hospital for a week. She couldn't move the bottom half of her body for a week. I'll read you a story. This is from my book, Discover God's Health Wisdom, Exposing Eight Common Myths That Keep You Sick. This story comes from a friend of mine. She says, Within a month, my hair started falling out. I was hungry all the time. I was always sharp academically, but now I had horrible brain fog. I couldn't put two and two together. My nursing professor asked me a question, and I didn't even know what she was saying. That's how bad it was. It, was, it just got so bad that I had to drop out of nursing school. She started getting serious, serious health issues after she had started being revaccinated, getting boosted, however you want to say it, with these vaccines because she was entering nursing school. When you become a healthcare professional, you have to catch up on all these vaccines if you haven't gotten boosters. So she started doing that and then she started getting these horrible reactions. Here's another story from my book. Liliana told me a heartbreaking story of her aunt who was 90 years old and as sharp as a tack. Based on her physician's advice, she took a preventive treatment. We, call, we will call it prophylaxis X, and after taking it, she did not feel well. She complained of a fuzzy brain. Later, the physician told her she needed a second round of the treatment. She said that she did not want it, but the doctor told her she had to take it. Right after the treatment, her mind was gone, and she went blind. She was taken to the hospital for dehydration and she died soon after. The cause of death written on her death certificate was prophylaxis X. This is a true story. I didn't want to use the word vaccine in my book because honestly, I hate that word and I feel like everyone is getting tired of hearing about it. But my friend's aunt died from the COVID vaccine. What surprised me about this story was the fact that they wrote it on her death certificate. I have worked in the pharmaceutical industry the drug safety industry, most of all, I started in, what year was that? 2007. So I've been a part of this industry for a very long time. And I will tell you that drug safety itself, the pharmaceutical companies usually hate the drug safety department because it does not make the drug companies money, right? The drug safety department's are required by the FDA because 
they have to somehow show that their products are safe. That's the goal, but the drug safety departments are usually outsourced. There is very high turnover rates. There's a lack of communication. There's a lot of apathy. There's a lot of people that think that they're little gods and that people should not question them. A lot of the people in the industry are just very rude. Actually, I, the people that I've worked with, a lot of them have been wonderful. But just like any other industry, it can oftentimes be a mess. And it's often comical when we get these drug safety reports with patients that are taking 30 plus medications and the doctor that was just hired by the pharmaceutical company with very little training on the drug that that is under study or the disease in question, this doctor is supposed to make a judgment call on whether or not this particular adverse event, this particular side effect is caused by the pharmaceutical company's drug. Well, how can you possibly determine that when the patient is taking 30 plus medications, has 30 plus, that's probably an exaggeration, maybe not, 30 plus comorbidities, how can you, how would you ever be able to tell if that person's heart attack or that person's rash or that person's UTI, urinary tract, urinary tract infection, that person's cancer, that person's Whatever happened, that person got into a car accident right after they left the dialysis department and they crashed their car. How would you ever determine whether, how would you ever with certainty determine that this particular drug did not cause this particular reaction? They often look at when the drug was administered, was the drug still in the body, but when we think about things like vaccines, when we think about all the ingredients inside the vaccines, when we think about injecting injecting into the, the muscle tissue, especially with this new COVID vaccine, which is not even a vaccine, let's just call it a COVID shot because it's the technology is new, how can we with certainty say that something that happened down the road was not caused by this vaccine or by this drug. The truth is that we can never really know with certainty, you know, unless God actually tells us. I have said before why I started this podcast. Part of the reason why I started it is because I am so sick of seeing people sick that don't need to be sick. I'm tired of the media or the medical establishment or whoever pretends to have good intentions but actually does not have good intentions. I'm tired of us listening to all the fear and the lies and all those people that want us to tell ourselves that we're victims. I believe that God has made our bodies in such an incredible way. It's true that some of us are born with, quote, abnormalities, for lack of a better word. But God, just like God said in the Old Testament that he was the Israelites' healer, he's our healer, he's our creator. When we, when we 
stop going to him first, when we stop trusting in him, that's when we run into these situations where we're depending on research that is being done with aborted babies. At the very least, I want you to pray and I want you to really consider this. I'm not trying to condemn you or trying to cause more division. I just had a conversation with a a friend of mine who's a pediatrician. We talked about vaccines and we don't agree and that's okay. I just want you to, once again, I want you to pray and ask God. I want you to really think about what is going on in the medical industry. What, I don't know if it's true, but it probably is. These vaccine experiments are still happening in other countries. These vaccine manufacturers are going to other countries and they're testing their vaccines on other people. They're pretending to be like these white knights, but they're not. They're just just like the Stanley Plotkin guy. He experimented on these aborted babies and these orphans and these what he calls mentally handicapped. He he liked to test on those less likely to contribute to society in his own words there i believe that they're still doing this today and we sit here and we we just we somehow want to believe the narrative more that it's for the greater good do we truly do we truly believe that do we want to believe that is there any part of you that thinks that this might not be okay. I'm so glad that you took the time to listen today. If you liked what you heard, will you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can reach more people? And if you want to connect with me, go to herholistichealing.com. Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For you. It's easy and my bird is light.